<laughs> I should uh, I should do that. Uh, if we were unmuted yesterday, oh, before, oh you would have heard me scream. At the would have heard her scream. Yes, and now you would have just heard her uh, singing. Happy formal Friday! Hi, everybody. It's formal. It's formal Friday. Formal and bougie. Welcome to Live from Rabs, episode forty-one. Over the hill. <laughs> Officially over the hill. Uh, well, thanks for for being here with us today. We are live from inside Rabs, Rabs Country, Country Lane, the one and only. Uh, yeah, and there is a winner. Two hundred five. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, you're welcome. The house always wins, though. <laughs> Maybe just not today, but the house always wins. So next, and we probably would have beat it, but I was having some uh, uh, technical. Go ahead, Frank. What do you got? I, Liz, you want to go outside and capture what's happening out there right now? I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna send. I'm gonna send you the link. Oh so yeah, you could. You could come into the stream and show us what's happening outside. We've got some action in the parking lot today. All yeah, right, well, get up like there. It's, it's a birthday drive-by uh, celebration. I see balloons and cars. So they're using our lot as the staging area, which in the last week I saw a lot of these. Uh, what's today? Today's Friday. Friday. I just said that uh, Monday, I think it was, Sunday or Monday, I was driving home. And on the uh, North Railroad, Noodle Plaza, I think I mentioned this, we saw cars. I saw three different birthday things. Oh, that's good. One cool. of which was Samantha Smith, our very oh. own Samantha Smith. Uh, I saw Fran outside holding signs and giving out signs oh, and balloons. Really? <laughs> so I honked, but I was going when and when I realized it was too fast. So happy birthday, Samantha! I'm pretty. I'm like 99 sure it was Samantha I think and her family. Um, so yeah, Liz is gonna go outside. It's, I, I hope I see cars moving now. So hopefully she gets it. Uh, I just want, I don't know who it is, but I think it's fun to see these things. Yeah, you're gonna it's have to been, carry on by yourself here for a minute. I'm uh, and Naz, did you know? What I did learn that if you call, I don't know, if, I, I'm going to get the actual details, but if you actually call the, if you call the precinct, they actually have an escort that they oh, will set up with well, you. That's nice they started a new know. thing. All right. So Liz is outside. Let's bring Liz in. You're going to flip the camera. We don't have to see you because you know, we know you're sensitive to that. I flipped uh, it already. I see you. All right. So what's happening out there, Liz? Live reporting um, outside on assignment. Liz, there's a, a whole bunch of cars out here, and it looks like they may be preparing for a birthday drive-by somewhere. Go ask Everybody's them. Everybody's No, I'm not going to ask them. Come on. Everybody's got balloons tied to their car. Get closer. Uh, go ahead. Go a little closer. Go ahead. Here comes more people. I want to know whose birthday it is. All right, I guess I'll go ask somebody. Yeah. And just for those that are watching, this was not stage. This no, was not we're not where. planning this. This is kind of. <laughs> looked outside and saw balloons. Maybe we could join them. Everybody's running away from me. Nobody wants to talk to me. <laughs> Cover your mouth. <laughs> I feel like we're sending. Uh, who, who Jimmy Fallon sends? What's Hi. We're broadcasting live from inside, so they're curious as to whose birthday you're doing a drive-by for. Uh, that's really my girlfriend, Melendez. Yeah. Oh, you're so oh, oh, She expects me to come pick her up. Take her up fast food. All right. So yeah, they're just being nosy inside, so they wanted to know what you guys were doing. 
Okay. Well, also, say happy birthday from us too. Grabs country lanes from inside. My name is Liz Frankie and Nez. Happy birthday. Who's whose birthday, Liz? What's, what's your name? Awesome. Thank you. All right, you guys satisfied? You want me to watch watch as they pull out? Whose birthday is it? What was the name? Um Amanda. She lives down the block. They don't ball here. <laughs> well, we're gonna wish happy Amanda. Happy, okay. birthday happy birthday anyway. anyway. Happy birthday, Amanda. Whoever Amanda might be. I, I hope Amanda has a great day and is enjoying every bit of that drive-by. And I'm glad she's we a, a little part of that. She's expecting her boyfriend to pick her up to take her out for some fast food. Oh. oh. <laughs> that's that's what that's how he's getting her out of the house. All right. All right. Well thanks for thanks for do, thanks for uh, ch ch checking that out for us. Yeah, thanks. you're welcome. We're gonna let you go. We'll see you inside. Okay, bye. <laughs> We know how much Liz do. Like <laughs> she did a good job. She did a good job. Who, who's so? Who is the dude on Jimmy Fallon, the little Spanish guy that does it? Is it uh, that does all the crazy things? He makes. I don't think that's on Fallon. Fallon? I think that's on Seven. I think that's on um. Uh, Kim oh, Kimmel. Jimmy. Kimmel. Kimmel. On Kimmel. Yeah. He sends the little guy out. Yes. Uh, Roberto. Is it? He's Roberto. Yeah. Or something? something like that. He does some funny things. Yeah. Uh, we just we just did that with. <laughs> Liz. We just did that with Liz. <laughs> Oh. Well, for those who are just joining, welcome. Happy yes. happy Formal Friday, episode 41, day 46 of the quarantine. It started out as a real nice day, Naz. It, it, it's been back, at least up by my area, it's been back and forth. It was rainy and nasty, and then it was, then the sun came out, and right now it looks like maybe it's a little cloudy again. It's but. It's, it's raining, it's raining now. now. All right. Well, look at that. Oh, Guillermo. Yes, Lois. Thank cousin Lois. <laughs> Guillermo is the is the is, yes. You just we were just saying you pulled a Guillermo. Uh, you know Jimmy Kimmel. We uh, sent him out. They sent him out to do things. Uh, yeah, I left the house. I I put a jacket on because I knew it was going to be rainy and crappy out. Yeah. And then I got out. I took the jacket off. It's like great. Yeah. It, it actually the sun was shining brightly. And then I went inside and I did a couple things and I came out and looked in through my back window and it was gloomy again. But listen, we they said we need the rain. So, uh, you know, let's hope that uh, this rain helps us through this. And, and we're going to have a great weekend, though. You said it yesterday that we need the rain. I don't understand. It's rains. We've had bowling weather for the last four weeks. We it's are, rained. It's been cold. I don't understand that. There's been plenty of rain. So we are at a deficit of... 25 to 50% okay. of, of rain. Did Sam Champion tell you that? No, it wasn't Sam. It was somebody else. <laughs> Lee Goldberg. Lee Goldberg. <laughs> Whoever it was, they were, they were very, it was probably the Weather Channel. But, you know, I think what gets factored into that is that we haven't had, a, we had a very, we had no snow this year. Right. We had a mi very mild winter. Very mild winter. So, you, you know, so I, I guess that all, all of that moisture all figures into life. So that's where we are. This weather is killing us. We yeah, got people. Not bowling. good for my sinuses for sure. No. What we talked about yesterday though, Tuesday is the day it always rains. It's Tuesday and Thursday. Every, Tuesday and Thursday, but specifically Tuesday. I go to the dry cleaner. Every time I get out, it's always raining on a Tuesday. Sorry. I gotta have that joke with some people. I see them on Tuesday. It's raining. Oh, ha, ha. No. Today your dry cleaning day. I had to go to the I had to run to the bank for something, which is just crazy. Another story for another day. Um I didn't take my jacket because it was nice out. Right. I well, got in the car. I got down to the, the light. Vamoon. Monsoon. 
Probably killed. Okay, probably talking to Michael. Michael said that Jimmy, him and Jim, him and Jimmy went outside to go cut some wood because it was nice out. As soon as they started, it started raining. <laughs> Boom! It came the clouds. So maybe we're there to blame. Today. Maybe it's them. Oh, well, the, it looks like Amanda's. Uh, the party has started. Party started, awesome. and, and off they go. So happy birthday, Amanda! You know, I was gonna say it's it's May first, Naz, but it's is it May first or is it? Uh, March 63rd. <laughs> it's May 1st. Time is moving on and we have to, you know, we, this is, this is the way things are going to be for a while. Okay. So we, we, we have to make our adjustments and, and like I said yesterday, we have to be hunters, right? Then I said yesterday, yes, I became a hunter for food and loot and whatever I was looking for produce. We have to, we have to adapt. Please don't turn into like the hunters or crazy animals in the in the supermarket. She comes in tomorrow with like war paints, and that's not channeling like you know the sun and being baseball player. You know what? We'll show the meme of the since we're talking about the day, we might as well share the meme of the day. And so Jumanji fans are gonna get this one. Naz, we we read the congratulations. Congratulations, you successfully made it to the end of April. Welcome to level five of Jumanji, <laughs> That's a which good one. I have not seen, but it is on my list to watch when we go home. I love it. So again, we made it we to the end of April. We need a nice, lighthearted uh, movie to watch. But I still think it's March. It's March 6th. I think I counted right. Move on, Frank. Move on. Move on. It's like those. All right, Nancy, ready? We're going to just for a moment. Go take it to TikTok for a moment. You see those TikToks where they're doing January, February, oh, March. Oh, and it's this, and then March. 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 Yes. March. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very funny, very funny, and, and that, we won't talk any more about TikTok. I promise. No, I won't a, bring it up. Oh, uh, and <laughs> if you're, uh, and if you're, in a weather weather like this, we were just talking with Melissa, and Melissa is going to join us today. So we have Dr. Dean and Melissa, our very own, are going to pop in, and she was wearing a mask, and she was just talking about, and like especially weather like this, if if your mask's not too tight enough, your glasses fog up. Even if it is, because I, I my mask bends pretty good in here. And my glasses still get fogged up. Somebody said, and I want somebody to test this, to take your glasses and uh, wash them or rinse them with shaving cream. That's what I heard. Rinse. So you let us know if that works. Wash them with shaving, wash them with shaving cream. Wash your and then rinse it really? off. Shaving cream. You know, it's funny, like those, those at-home things, like that's one of those odd things. It's one of those things. Life hack. Life. And it like, so it creates a film on the... Maybe. Should I, I use know. it on my the, the mirror in my shower too? Should I try, try it? it? Try it. Try it out. Shaving cream. Somebody's got to come on. There's a bunch of you there, and I know you're all willing okay. to try something. Try it out. The only one I, I have seen that I think does work is by putting a piece of tape over yeah. that, so right under the brim, so that it doesn't. Right. Us. Well, anybody wearing a, that's Put actually nice going out wearing tape on there. You'll be giving yourself a facial. <laughs> <laughs> Strips were all new level. Oh, yeah. And you know, we've also been sharing with you some some old photos uh, in celebration of our 25th uh, anniversary here at Rabs. And I got I got a good photo again. And Naz, I didn't share this one with you first because they just pulled this. But you I think love it's great. to surprise me with the photos. I do. So we we love our team here at Rabs, um, and these two people are missed greatly. Uh, but you know, we talk about Aww. we Aww. talk about people all the time, and we were talking about Milton, and he certainly is a ghost here. Uh, and if anybody remembers good old Lillian, so there's a photo of Milton and Lillian. <laughs> this, I think, is the grand opening celebration. Yes, I think it was the grand opening. November of 95. 
they are missed. I mean, two true original characters. Characters. <laughs> yeah. Two uh, who certainly are missed yeah. uh, d- brought different lights to uh, to Rab's country. Yeah. I can have Milton's outfit. I love that. Listen, Sharp, that was his full He had some good outfits. Every girl's crazy about a sharp dressed man. <laughs> and now we have it. Like now Bye, you're guys. singing. Okay, this so is crazy. This is nice. Uh, oh. You know what? what? You should submit for Rab's Got Talent. I, I told you I will only do lip syncing. I'm not. I don't sing. I just. So hey, on Facebook, remember our first couple of episodes? We tried music. We got bumped off, and yes. we're trying to figure this out. We've got a way that we can use music. We finally figured that out. But now t- Facebook is currently testing a new way of utilizing copyrighted music, and you have to. It's only for lip syncing. So if you play the music, you actually have to be. Somewhat like slip syncing, saying like for entertainment purposes. The DJs are kind of getting away with it because right. they're saying for entertainment only, and they're right. They're right. Not I doing was wondering more. how they were getting away with it, but they're getting more. knocked in and out too. Yeah, yeah. But there's a thing. It's called uh, Facebook Music uh, for broadcasting, and lip syncing is a the thing they're testing. Well, you know, it makes you know, it's like anything else. You have to adapt to what's going on. I mean, Facebook obviously wants to remain uh, current and. Uh, up to date, so you know they're going to adapt. There's another word I'm thinking of. I can't think of it. I hope that maybe the TikTok thing has because now people post that TikTok inspired them. Yeah, and, and so even there, there were lots of issues with considered copyright music. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Naz can sing. John, do you know that personally that Naz can oh. sing? Because I can tell you, I do listen to her sing sometimes in the office, and I'm not saying <laughs> I, she can Ooh. sing. He knows whether it's I good or sing. bad is not well. Different, not well. Right. I mean, I can't sing either. But you know I, what? I, can I sing, like but, to do it, so I. I'm a car singer, Naz. I love to blast you the music. Heard, I told and you sing when I was painting the pro shop the other day, I was singing at the top of my lungs. And I might have to ask Dr. Dean if that's like a, a what the psychology behind that. Uh, like sitting in the car, you know, and of course you're singing and you, you don't care. You don't care if anybody looks at you. Well, because you're not exposed. <laughs> when you're in your car, you're by yourself, you're not vulnerable and exposed to other people. When you sing in front of other people, it's it's almost like you're inviting in your head, you're inviting criticism. It's true. And people are very sensitive about it. Well, well then that. why don't we ask Dr. Dean here? I should just He's ask right Dr. there. Why <laughs> am I talking about it? We got an expert here. So, hey, our show today, our expert, uh, sports psychologist, Dr. Dean. Uh, hey, Dr. Dean, welcome to the party. Hey. Hi, Doc. Good morning for me still, but good afternoon for you. Yeah, good morning. Uh, you are in the beautiful state of uh, Nevada. Is that right? Yeah, plenty of sun here right now. We don't, we're not having bowling weather. <laughs> uh, so how do you officially say Nevada? It's ne- we say Nevada. Yeah, <laughs> Nevada. I, I saw a bumper sticker that somebody posted today, and it's uh, it's not Nev- it's not Nevada, it's Nevada. <laughs> that was uh, famously politicians come here to stump for office, and they always pronounce it wrong. And <laughs> if they say it right, they get the votes. Those, that's there right. it is. There it is. Oh, that's good. That's good <laughs> that's to know. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially in this climate. Maybe we'll run. Maybe we should go run for office in. in uh, yeah, yeah. We don't Las talk Vegas. politics on this show. <laughs> All right. I'd agree. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for joining us. We're excited yeah. to have you with us today. But I have to ask you first: uh, yeah. How are you holding up? How yeah. are things uh, in in your household? Well, I you know I've, 
I don't know if I should be embarrassed to say it, but it's sort of my approach to the mental game in all things, which is what are the opportunities here? And uh, and so uh, it's been a time of sort of redesign and revisioning for me. Uh, have had to figure out some creative ways to, much like being with you today, uh, normally would be out maybe speaking or giving a workshop someplace, but to, we're doing it this way now. And so I I found it to be a time of, of reinvention. I'd say, you know, holding up okay, uh, maybe more than. It's, uh, as I often say, what, what works in bowling works, it, it works everywhere. We have to question it. And uh, in life's terms, that the oil has moved. <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah. pattern, the <laughs> pattern has changed. So what's the shot now? And the question is always, is, it's always that, what is the shot now? And uh, uh, it's been like that. I think it's been like that for me, actually. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think it, 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 I agree with you that it's an, you know, while there are things that are changing, if you can get past that comfortableness, that it is an opportunity to push into re actually taking the time and the, the fact that you have the time to plan and rethink it, I think is, is almost like a bonus. Yes. You know, I called it at the beginning, people were laughing at me. I said, this is like God's reset button. It is a reset button. And if, you know, for any of your listeners who are really up to something, if you plan to become the next version of yourself, whether it's athletically or mentally or your character, don't plan to do it comfortably. Good to great is never comfortable. It's just those, the house rules, plan to be uncomfortable in some way. And once you get that, like when you get that, it's strangely not as uncomfortable. But if you think you're supposed to feel your normal and to feel your usual self and go to the next place, then, you know, it's going to be a tough ride. Yeah. 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 It's almost like, is is it a reset button? Right. So reset button at the same time, we're going to come out of this retrained, right? So the, the consume, our consumer is going to have a, 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 is retrained after being in their house or if they're going out and experiencing what's happening out there. Yeah. Like that's how I'm looking at it. So it's like, they're going to walk into this bowling center and it's, we're going to assume that they're the same consumer, but they're really not Yeah, because yeah. of this. Right. So that, that reset button uh, has been pressed, but yeah. what does that, what does that look like for the masses? Right. And whether you're an athlete wanting to say what's next for me or whether you're a business owner, you know, it's, it's really going to be the sort of the Steve jobs, Apple model of, what is my great product going to look like and what is my what's my next because reset really it isn't let me reset to my old self correct right right uh, it's it's reopportunity like what am i going to be what's what am i going to become here what is, as i say what is the shot in some form of visualization i want to be in play on every shot in some form of visualization i want to be in play in terms of the mental game of who am I becoming as well. So we were just talking about singing. And so we, uh, our superstar uh, coach, Melissa is with us. Hi, Melissa. Shall we, we sing again? <laughs> so exactly that. She, she wrote in the private chat that, oh, and she tells the story because she's a fan uh, after going to Wichita. And uh, she says, well, Dr. Dean made me sing. So Melissa, you want to sing for us? Oh, absolutely not. I am a terrible singer. <laughs> but I definitely sang in front of like 60 people and it belted my heart out and it was amazing. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and why? What was the what was what? so explain that exercise? Yeah. Me? Yeah, go ahead, Melissa. Oh, it's about <laughs> it's about getting out of your comfort zone and just zoning in. And if I could accent that, and I really want to give some props to Melissa too, because um, when we worked together, she wasn't there to be her old self. Like, like again, good to great. And the and the issue is, could I dial in so much, and could I be fully expressive, uh, or could she, with people watching, with the fear of evaluation, the fear of what if I'm not good enough, all of that, just could I reach in, and like any great artist in anything, can I express myself independently of having my mind wonder what everyone's thinking? And when you can do that in anything in life, you can throw great shots. And to her credit, she just said, I'm up to, I'm up to being world-class. I'm going to do something that is way not who I thought I was. And it turns out she can sing too, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> what did you sing, Melissa? Um, Journey. What? Yeah, right. Um, what did I? What was the name of the song? Uh, I don't remember. So uh, we're gonna have to do a staff exercise. Was it "Don't Stop Believing"? Oh yes, you are right. Don't stop yeah, believing. Well, there you have it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you made an impression on Doctor Dean. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. It's it. It's, that was a good thing. <laughs> And Melissa, from your experience, and I want you to sh share this with the group because I, I don't want anybody to assume. Uh, so you were at Wichita State when you had the opportunity to hear and meet Dr. Dean. So mm -hmm. as an athlete, what's that experience like having someone like Dr. Dean come in and speak with you uh, and, and the team? So um, there are ed sessions that we, we see different speakers. And the first two years I wasn't on, I was only on the developmental team. So I only heard him speak in the group. But my other two years, my uh, junior and senior year, I was on the team and it is all about bonding with the team, getting to know each other. And it's, it's it mentally amazing and draining at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes any sense. Well, we are in those situations. We're in a small, very private setting and uh, I asked for permission to push the athletes hard in terms of transformation, in terms of what they, how they see themselves and how they see themselves with each other. And uh, again, to Melissa's credit, she plays wholeheartedly. Um, I, want, I want teammates to feel, I don't want them burning one single calorie worried about or concerned about how their teammates uh, question them or think about them. I want teammates to be confident in what the others are, are thinking about them. And I want players to be able to take everything they've got and, and in the moment of their delivery to focus on their expression. Like, what am I delivering? And so we work on that in some pretty creative ways. Uh, and as Melissa said, it can be, uh, by the end of the day, there's, there's some energy expended in that whole thing and some risk. Lots of tears. Lots of tears. <laughs> I'm not sure I believe that. <laughs> well, you can believe it. <laughs> Melissa, you had a question for, for Dr. Dean. Uh, and, and I think it's a, it's a great question, uh, especially for the time, to time, the time frame that, that we're in. Uh, and so Melissa works with our, with all of our kids and is the head coach of our uh, 
team gold. Uh, so I, I believe it's relative to working with those kids. Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, Melissa. Okay, Mel. So a lot of our kids are super disappointed because they're not going to junior gold now. Mm -hmm. What is some advice for them to keep them going and to maybe, you know, the ones that are in like a little rut, like how do they get out of that and how do they, you know, get forward and move forward out of this and hopefully get prepared for next year and not get too down on themselves? Right. I think um, there's a couple of things. It's a super important question because um, – as disappointed as I am that junior gold isn't occurring, and then you know there's some clinics that I do right around that time as well. We've got the Turbo Collegiate Expo, some other things. Um, for a kid who who that's their you know that's their trip to the Olympics this year, mm -hmm. and and the letdown on that is is significant. I think for so many kids, for so many families, um, harder perhaps for those who are in their last year, where like that was my junior gold. So that would be a different <laughs> for the others, particularly you and your youth program. Uh, I would say two things. One is to design anything you can in your bowling center or bowling center that smack uh, of some kind of junior championship for them to take what they've, you know, most people's skills have declined a little bit. But if you can set up something in the spring or the summer or late summer and say, we're, we're going to do our own. So they have something to test themselves and something to replicate the experience. And it's sort of like yeah. people ask me if I take a, kind of a parallel question. Oh, you're a big commitment guy and you're big on this mental game. And if anybody, you know, is committed enough, can they make Team USA? I hate to say it. It's like, no, not everybody can. <laughs> you know, like if you're committed enough, not everybody can make the Olympics. But what you can do is you can have the experience that Olympians have and you can have the experience that Team USAers have. We can create an environment, a competition environment. We can test you, we can put you up there, we can see what you've got. And so we're gonna recreate an experience to point towards. So in all of our centers and with junior programs, I would strongly recommend that. In um, two, uh, particularly for someone who's in your position, Melissa, where you've got so many kids with these aspirations, to have some sense that okay, we're gonna see where, where you are and we're gonna take another step. Um, there, are, there are other, I've worked with a lot of sports as you know, and I've been, uh, and I've known of some Olympic gymnasts who, right. their, who their coaches say, we're not even gonna to go to the USA trials until you really got something. And so we'll look at our players, our young players and go, I'll tell you what, we've got another year to really, before we unveil. We're going to do some short things. We're going to do some short-term things now. I'm going to test you. I'm going to evaluate you now. So you're going to take some measures. Here's where I see you now. Here's where I want you to be in a month. So they have some sense. I'm being looked at. I'm being evaluated. I'm on my path. So what we don't want is the event to be canceled and go. The path just ended. Right. It's like no. Just that way station at that. That particular oasis, that one's wiped out. We're gonna look at you. We're gonna we're gonna measure some things. We're gonna look at some goals. I'm doing a webinar next week. It'll have involve some goal setting. But for each one of these kids, if you want to light them up, they've got to have something that they're looking at that's just past their grasp. You know, in terms of what's going to happen with their game and it, whether it's accuracy, revolutions, form, power, whatever you want to look at. We're going to the idea. We're still going someplace. It's not going to that one place we said we were going, at least this year. 
Thank that's you. Great. That's, that's, I love that idea. I already have a plan in my head. <laughs> it's going to be the social distancing championships. <laughs> well, yeah, we're competing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a there are a couple of questions from from our viewers. So specifically, uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with the kids for the moment. But then there's another really good one here. So uh, from a parent of one of, a, of one of our bowlers, right? How do you toughen up a 15 year old boy uh, who can bowl, uh, but certainly likes to be the mayor out on the lanes? And, and Melissa, you know who this is from, and what, what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. But and I, and I don't think it necessarily means toughen up. It means toughen him up, but also get him focused uh, at the same time because he's got talent. He's got talent, but wants to he be. Does. The okay. Well, well, let me give you the overall idea here. You know, if not the technology, and you'd want a kid like that to say there are parts of you, and you could even name them. You've got the mayor part. You know, you're friendly. You're social. You're encouraging. You take take care of other people. You have fun with people. You've got the mayor part. And then you have the part that's a fierce competitor, a fear, you know, how, whoever they model themselves after, whatever they think. He is. He is competitive. Yeah. And so you say, we've got these two parts. Can you feel when you're shifting into one or the other? And I don't want you to play or to, or to bowl or practice or compete. You're going to bowl in your, in your hand. You're going to shift into the whatever you name that. Okay. And so. People can't change anything in their game so they can feel the difference between the old way and the new way, or they can feel the distinction between ways of being. And I want them to be able to articulate, to see, to be mindful. I'm in my mayor part. I'm in my fierce champion part. Right. And start to develop some control over shifting that and to never pick up a ball if you're in mayor part. Okay? Yeah, that's great. That's, 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 that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's easier said than done Because I don't right? think <laughs> I don't think you want to tamp down any part of his, especially if that's essentially who he is. I think that that's a good part of him. So I like the idea of working with both. We are essentially all kinds of things. If I said to you, you know, hey, Naz, uh, are you a doctor? And you go, well, um, no. And I go, wait a minute. One of these kids fell down, tripped over a ball, skinned their knee, and was crying on the carpet. What would you be? And you'd go, oh, I'd be a doctor right then. I'd kneel down and put a hand on, on their arm. I'd say, hey, where's it hurt? We're going to be okay. And you'd look exactly like a pediatrician. And you go, oh, that's your pediatrician part. And then there's the part that has a, a bowling ball in her hand. And it's the part that's a, a mom and a part that's a, a wife or something. And uh, if we start looking at it, we go, just like your body has all kinds of parts, the part I put energy into, oh, the part I focus on that has energy that gets developed. And so we'll say to this kid, I don't know who it is, you've got a couple of true parts of your personality. You really are the mayor. You really are a fierce competitor. You really are some other things. And what we focus on, we give energy to, and we start getting practiced at being able to shift into the part that's demanded in that situation. That's great. That's great. So here's, here's another question. And this one's from, now this person is also a mayor of the bowling center, uh -huh. uh, but on the, at, at one of our senior bowlers. Uh, so what can a, an older person, I, I, these are not my words, <laughs> what can an older person do to mentally prepare 
uh, to re-enter the new normal that we talked about. So, well, it's interesting. Give give me two seconds because I'm struck by this question. Um, one of the things I like to tell people who are older in years is you want to be careful about not letting old people into your own body. And uh, just as I've talked about, you can pick parts. People get this idea, oh, you know, now I'm 60, 70, 80. The the creative part is gone or the vivacious part is gone. The vitality part is gone. I'm like, no, you're going to choose that? I'm like, what do we want to prepare for the new normal? The new normal means I'm going to come back. I haven't rolled a ball for a while, but I don't care if you're 18 or 80 or eight. As an athlete, and I'm just and we're and I'm defining all of us as athletes. It's why I bowl. I, you know, I, I did other sports when I was younger. What my what I'm in love with about bowling is what I felt like as a collegiate gymnast. Other than my life's typically not at stake when I'm rolling a ball, I get to I get to feel again when I'm on the lane, which is I get to I get to experience balance, timing, dealing with pressure, dealing with feeling like something matters. And, and I don't care where you are, that gets to come back. But as an athlete, you only have three things you, you can sort of uh, attend to. You can take care of your body. Um, and so whatever you do for stretching, working out, all that stuff, that's it's your own deal. You can take care of your skill set, your craft. So anyone who's coming back as an older player, make sure you can come back. So whatever, if, if you stretch stretch 90 seconds a day it's 900 percent better than if you did nothing i don't want people to come back into injuries there are different skill things that people can do you can go to all kinds of places like turbo or kegel training center website you'll get free at-home drills work on your skill set so that you're excited when you come back i worked on this thing i i rolled a ball onto my couch or whatever it is uh, i guess the kegel site has some wonderful things for you on there and then you can work on your mental game. That's it as an athlete. I've got my body, I've got my skill set, and I've got my mental game. And uh, if you're tuned into the show, you're working on your mental game right now. Um, I, I, I don't want – this doesn't tend to be a big part for my book. I've got my book out, uh, Bowling Psychology. You can get it fairly inexpensively in a lot of places online. Uh, that particular book is a chapter in all kinds of different aspects of the mental game, and you just flip out. You don't even have to do Do I want to work on my pre-show routine? Do I want to work on my championship mindset? But don't plan on going back to the center as who you were. It's like we talked about before. Whether it's physically, whether it's skill set, whether it's mentally, what what am I going to try out? Um, prepare to have something new happen. I think it can be better than when you left. Could be. Yeah. I can listen to him talk all day, so he could just keep talking. <laughs> it's, better, it's better than the invi- advice that somebody dr- threw in there and said, drink heavy. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, sure, but that doesn't fix the problem. Really? <laughs> yeah. So and here's another good question. Um, and it's, it, I think it goes for a parent. It goes for anybody. And I think athletes take information very differently from their parents versus their coach, right? Uh, and so the question here is, hey, I want I want to help my I want to help my niece uh, get her mental game together, so to speak. But without her think, I'm picking on her. So you know, whether it's your uncle or your parent, I'm not picking on you. I'm trying to help you. But what's the, what what are the tactics that a parent can use? 
that that maybe would go a little bit help so that help them get that ask your question again i'm getting some other uh, sound from someplace so your question was uh garbled a little okay go go ahead and ask again. i muted melissa i think it's coming from the background there okay uh, so specifically um hey how do you suggest uh, a parent uh, giving giving advice to help their uh, their athlete uh, on their mental game. Uh, now I asked that question. Now I can't even pose it right. All right. So what he's asking <laughs> is, how can we help a parent communicate whether it's mental game or physical game better to their athlete? Because sometimes when a message comes from a parent, it kind of comes across as a correction or a criticism. Oh, uh, frequently it comes off like that. So are you asking for that question for now while, while somebody's not even bowling or when they're on the lanes competing or practicing? Uh, what is there do when they're on the lanes first? Okay. Um, a couple of things that parents could and should do. One is before you get there, have some agreement about the kind of feedback that you're going to give or not. It's like, uh, when we played, if, if you're going to practice, when we practice today, I might see one or two things and I just want to tell you ahead of time, I'd like to, to make a comment about that so that the stage is set, that there's some permission, some frame for it. Um, in the heat of competition, as you said, feedback is often just experienced as criticism. It's rare that a, you almost never, when, when have you seen a kid turn to their parent after the parent said something like, hey, you got to focus. No kid turns around. <laughs> You know, thank you. Thank you for that. I, I just wasn't even, I wasn't even aware. Mom, you're the best. You know, um, I'd get some agreement ahead for the nature of the kind of contact you're going to have and then stick to it. And with kids, what works really nicely is to say, can I comment on something or I'm seeing something? Can I comment? Right. So it, you're it, asking the permission to come it, in. It, for any of us, if somebody just opens a front door and comes in and says, hey, I'm here, and yep. some suggestions about what you should make for dinner, <laughs> all we want to do is like shove them out the door. Yeah. But if someone knocks on the door and goes, hey, I'm here, could I come in? If we open the door, we're open. But if the door gets barged, we start trying to bar it. Right. And when we have agreements about communication, we open to them. All right. The other thing is this, and with kids, just super, super important. You got to lead with something they're doing well, so they don't they don't brace right off the bat. If my leading my leading comment is critical, it feels like I'm coming in with a blow a blow dart right away. <laughs> and and any kid just sort of starts to do you know their eyelids will flutter. But if you start with I love how you're posting that shot. Um, a lot, you know, if, if I can comment on this, I think we might be on the wrong part of the lane, you know, or I love your intensity. You're like, this matters to you. And I, that's the, that's the most important thing. feels like your, your anger is getting in the way of you sort of showing up for your shots. Your intensity is awesome. We got to harness this thing like a new puppy, get it under control. Okay, so I have another question from uh, a guest, and I, I think this is part of what you just covered is, how do you get someone to trust your process? Um, but I, I think that, again, that you touched on it is asking permission. And uh, so what else would you, how else would you go about that? So to trust, 
just a little clarification. What kind of process? Okay, so uh, like a coaching process. Um, As a coach, getting your athlete to really buy into what you're trying to tell them. Um, for starters, this is a cool question. I don't know that I've ever been asked this particular one before. Um, if you were getting on a on an airplane and you sort of you walk past the cockpit, there's the pilots, there's a flight crew. They have a demeanor for starters that lets you know whether or not you want to get on the plane. <laughs> but in some cases, you don't have a choice, right? At that point, you're you've committed to getting on the plane. If I get on, if I'm getting on the plane and they're looking nervous, I'm nervous. Right. If they look, I know it's you know, this happens in Reno sometimes because I'm right by the mountains. Sometimes there's some weather. I want to know that they look like a, a, just their demeanor. They're the they're the pilots of the craft. They're the flight crew. I've got this. I've been here before. I've studied this. I know what I'm doing. If if I ask my pilot, like, are we gonna, you know, are we gonna make it to Detroit? The pilot's like, well, you know. I like our chances. I think we probably will. I am getting off the plane, okay? I want to know that they know what they're doing. And any of our coaches, people helping youth, by and large, they do. And so, but if you start getting upset, scale of one to 10, your affect states start going above a six because you're frustrated or you're trying to hammer something home. It's unsettling. It would be like, it would be like having your pilot be upset on the intercom. We got some turbulence. We're going to go through it. You know, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. We find in about 17 minutes here. It's like, oh, okay, I can do anything for 17 minutes. Um, it is a way of being just for starters. But secondly, that said, for most people, the truth is based on results. Like what we see, what what's right in our experience. Uh, when we get paid off somewhere close in there, we're like, yeah, oh, yeah, this is working. And the problem with a lot of coaching is the payoff, oh, let's work on this. And the payoff is in pin count, you know, payoff. It's like, no. We always talk about process versus results. And I want to hit this home. Everything is results. But if I'm working on thumb timing, or if I'm working on balance on the line, or I'm looking at pushing away on time, and I have a process, okay, we're going to focus on this. And we're going to say, this is the most important thing right now. As soon as they push a little more on time than they were before, I'm like, that's it. No, that's it. And they're like, well, the ball went in the gutter. It's like, oh, we're not working on that part. You pushed like that was hand and foot. Or we're working on thumb timing and they're a little bit on it a little bit. And you as a coach start going, that was it. That was it. And they're like, I just left the big four. Oh, that. We're not doing that right now. We were doing thumb timing. And so the process is a series of small results. And coaches have to get good at picking it and getting kids to focus on, on the result that's right here next to them instead of the other one. Yeah. And, and I find that that's uh, the, as each generation goes along, it gets harder and harder to get that message across because I just feel like they're so like that there's that immediate satisfaction that they need to see that it, it gets harder to instill that kind of work ethic a little bit. I could. The satisfaction has to be sincere from the coach. Like that was it. Yeah. Were, well, I asked, you know, what I wanted you to do is stay solid in stance till the ball was off the back of the deck and you 
did it. That's exactly what we want. Right, right. And the coach's enthusiasm, this kid is going to go, that was it? Oh, that was it. <laughs> payoff is there. The payoff on the pins, the payoff is there. Right. Great. We all want to celebrate that payoff, right? Yeah. 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 So during this time, we got a lot of free time. Uh, so your book, Bowling Psychology, uh, right? Do uh, you have other recommended readings uh, for an athlete of any age uh, during this time to probably take the time, take advantage of, hey, go go read this. And by the time you get on the lanes, you might have a different perspective. Uh, what would you recommend uh, uh, reading-wise? Oh, my gosh. So reading-wise, let me say this, too. I'm, um, shoot, if it's okay to do this, I'm doing a webinar uh, next week on – on the on constructing a world class mental game, and uh, and so this is a time for there's I'm not the only one doing things like this to go to say I'm going to further myself, and so um, I'll be doing that next week. There's some other things like that. In terms of reading, you know, you mentioned my book, and thank you for that. I think what else I would sort of recommend there's 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 an old book. Um, it's still in play. You'd have to change the language. It was written like in the 1970s called The Inner Game of Tennis by Timothy Galway. And he really talks about dialing into a, a deeper competition state. And so if I were going to read something that was outside of our sport, that might be one of the first books I rec recommend. Melissa, you're nodding your head. Had you read that as well? No. Yes, I have. No. So um, that's a nice reading resource to go through. Um, uh, bowlingthismonth.com. It used to be come out and be delivered to us. They went totally digital. So btm.com has excellent papers, excellent articles uh, online. And uh, some of them are free and uh, it's a really inexpensive place to dial in. It costs you about nothing to go to btm.com. And uh, uh, every now and then I'll, I'll write an article for them still, but uh, the coaching that they have in there is still top, top grade. So that'd be a, a place you can go today. Yeah, they were in if, if, uh, BTM was one of the first, really the only, the, the best, first only. It's all of the above technical. Yes. Yeah. Technical. Yeah. So much great information. I mean, you have to know what you what you can take in. I think there's so much that yeah. you you want to dive into all of it. And yeah. I will. Say they were one of the first to truly embrace the online platform for subscription space. Uh, and I, I would tell anybody that is a great resource. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Bowler Journal does a Bowler Journal does a good job at, at the bowl reviews and stuff and some technical, but I mean you it's want not to the degree. No, of, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of good tech. So that that's a yeah. uh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I also shared uh, the link for the registration in the comments. So yeah. a little bit about the seminar that you're doing. So it's May seventh, I think. Yep, next Thursday, and then uh, it's going to be a three part series. And we'll do it like a seminar every two weeks. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, and I highly recommend. And uh, even if, in addition to uh, this seminar, you can go onto YouTube and uh, catch you talking about not just bowling. I mean, I've watched uh, uh, talks that you've done on so many different topics and how everything really ties back to the same messages that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and you can go to YouTube and just Google Dr. Dean Hintz and you can find it all. It's great. Thank you. You know, we're um, there's new stuff coming out. We're doing some new things now. Um, you asked what I'm doing with this time. I'm 
I, I, much as we talked about, don't, I don't want to just recreate what's been done there. Just as we have new bowling balls, we've got new oil patterns. There's still newer mental game stuff to unearth and, and we're cracking that out. Yeah. Soon. Now. Tis the time and the best opportunity for anybody, right? To, yeah. to go take in. And I, I think it, could you share a caution? Cause I think there's some caution there too. You know, you could take in so much information uh, but what would you would you caution someone of taking too much information or having the ability to even separate it, right? Because you have fact, opinion, and I'm talking in this space. Uh, how what would you recommend to someone if they're looking for anything without going too far? You want to make sure it'd be like you're saying if you're going to the buffet, you, know, you make sure that you you put about enough on your plate that you can consume and you can digest and you can metabolize. You don't keep adding food, adding food, adding food. Um, all you have then is, is bad results in all kinds of ways. <laughs> yeah. it is sort of reach, dial in, grab some things, sit with it. Um, really, the mother of skill development and the mother of growth is repetition of new things. And so, yeah, let me try this in. And if I, when I find something that I'm reading that I like, I read it and I reread it. When I find a, a podcast or a, a video, uh, I want to, like I say, I want to, I want to metabolize it. Let me go over this repeatedly. And uh, as you said, really astutely, don't keep grabbing for more food to put on your plate till you've sort of got the piece that you got. Yeah, as Americans, we just, we, it, it just, it's, it's consumption. It's, it's consumption. It's a habit, right? And sometimes. It's not a good habit, uh, and many that will that overconsume would tell you, "Oh yeah, I'll I'll take it all in," uh, but you can't. So that that that's a good point. It, it's almost set a goal, right? So what is the goal, and how do you want to get there? You know, the difference between the master's master's path and the amateur's path is the master will will take the next piece and work it over fifty times, and then grab the next piece, and the amateur gets fifty things and then does them once. You know. <laughs> Hey, hey, Melissa, before we let Dr. Dean go, and you, you guys uh, appreciate your time, do you have any other questions with Dr. Dean or something else you want to share with us? Oh, no, but everyone should listen to him, read his books. It, he's amazing. Thanks, Melissa. <laughs> and, and Dr. Dean, we're going to have to get you out here uh, to, to, uh, to do something with our, with our kids. I think they need oh, a great opportunity. No, I would love to. What a treat that would be. Thank cool. you. Uh, well, uh, hey, we really appreciate. Do you have anything else for? Yeah, that? I have yeah, like a yeah. hundred more questions. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't a personal uh, <laughs> session. I'm sure he could help you with a personal session. It's like, and he, she might even need a psychiatrist. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, do. I do too. Uh, we all need psychologists and psychiatrists in this world. You know, it's funny. I want to before she, you have a question. I know um, you talked about being a doctor, right? I will tell you. Into this business, Naz and I are doctors in so many different ways. <laughs> I just wanted to ask a little bit about um, your experience working with, um, like the collegiate teams and Team USA, yeah. and uh, and what makes that so special. Um, you know, working with uh, Team USA. I particularly enjoy working with the youth team because the kids that make it have that, they haven't, I hate to say it, it's a different thing when you've been out on tour for a while or something like that. When you, 
when you first make it in a place like Melissa's Collegiate Program or Team USA, that sense of I'm playing for something, it, it almost sounds corny, but when, you're, when your identification is we're in this lifeboat together, we're doing this, we, got, we, we have each other's backs, my, my, my strokes on the oar matter, and I have some pride in what I'm identifying with, and I feel special about being here. That, that's special for me. And that those, those groups that are wanting, as, as Melissa said, we're bonding together. We're up to something. We're in this thing. And my experience of Team USA has been that. I've been working uh, more recently with Team Peru. Who wanna, they're, they're saying, we want to change our identity. We want to change who we are in the world. Uh, we're up to something. We're going somewhere. Um, these are these are the projects that I'm in love with as well. Okay, there you go. I'll stop. Oh, you can keep going. I mean, <laughs> People have other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, so a couple of things there. Uh, so the book is Bowling Psychology. Uh, for those that are interested, highly recommend it. I've read it about um, ten times. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a copy here in the office. Yep. Oh, we might have multiple copies. We do. I lent them out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I actually, I'm gonna, I haven't read it. I actually, I, I have, you have made me read a piece of it at one point. And so I do, I do need to go back and I, I need to read it. Uh, available. I know it's available on Amazon. Is it through your website, drdeanhintz.com? No, no, I don't sell the book. Actually, I don't carry it of all things. Um, you could go, you could go on Amazon. You could go on eBay. Uh, you could go to bowlersparadise.com. Uh, tur actually, Turbo, uh, Turbo Grips. Turbo.com carries this as well. That's a good place to go. They always have them in stock. Cool. Like, yeah, Turbo would be good. Awesome. And then I dropped the link in here, but check out the website. He's got a, a, the, the webinar coming up uh, next week. Uh, if you want, you want to get some more Dr. Dean, you can never have enough. And if you go to that site, I, I think on my website, it's posted uh, again, because it, got, it was taken down somehow. Or if you go to kegeltrainingcenter.com, we did a webinar on dealing with change, and they posted that one for free, and it's still available on that site, too. Yes, that was very good. Very good. Well, Dr. Dean, really, thank you so and much. also, for anybody that wants to know, we had an author on the other day, uh, Rob Hart, and he had suggested uh, bookshop.org that donates uh, part of the proceeds that of the books that they sell back to independent bookshops. And your book is available there. That's so right. if you're looking for that book, bookshop.org, and give back to those little indie bookshops. Thank you. Well, uh, uh, thank you. I, I, <laughs> for all of that, but also just hanging out together. This has been a spirited hour we've had and uh, uh, on my favorite things, which is uh, all this sort of transformation of who we get to be. So I appreciate you having me as a guest a ton. Thank you. This has been the tip of the, I've seen you spirited. <laughs> yeah, yes. Quiet version, <laughs> but uh, but wonderful nonetheless. Wonderful. Well, plus he's in the comfort of his own home. Yes. Right. <laughs> so really, thank you so much. Melissa, don't go anywhere. Uh, but Dr. Dean, you can uh, you go back to your family, go enjoy. Sure. We really appreciate thank you your dropping in with us. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch, right? Take care. Absolutely. Bye. Uh, uh, Be still, my heart. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I would be, we could be going to Reno right now. We'd be bowling in the championship. We'd be in Vegas. You know, it is what it is. 
Melissa, uh, yes. you've heard Dr. Dean a few times, and you you tell you always tell the kids go look him up, go check this out. And I mean, if anybody didn't, if anybody's watching, he's uh, a wealth of knowledge, and I'm and, and his demeanor and the way that he delivers that, and that's again to your point, that's not as spirited as he as he usually is. <laughs> he called it spirit. Yeah. We've we've seen him spirited. <laughs> yes, he real he just is. He's a tremendous presenter. Um, he uh, he gets his point across, and uh, you know, I'm able to use what I've learned, and I'm sure Melissa, you have too, being able to carry that over into every area of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, just For cope, sure. coping skills and and getting through life. And uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a super fan. <laughs> if she could have brought the book over and he could have autographed it to the camera. <laughs> but we will, I, and uh, it was mentioned here in the chat, but we will, we'll, we'll reach out to him. Uh, we got a lot of people that we're gonna bring into Rabs after all this is over, but yeah. it, it would be a great opportunity. And not just for the kids, I mean, for, our, for, our, for, for, everybody. for everybody to get enough. Yeah. For me. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa. It's only, you know, this isn't selfish hour. No, it's not. But look at, you know, he, he spoke to, I think he answered questions in a great way. And um, he's uh, he's great. I'm not, I'm not going to go on. You I loved his idea about creating an event uh, locally that these kids could still look for. So, Mel, I'm going to text you later with some ideas. We're going to make a little group chat. Of some stuff I have going on in my another head. Another group chat. Yeah. We need another we group. Need another group chat. Because we don't have enough group chats around. But uh, around this place. yeah, I never. I, I have a I have a great idea for an event. All right. And we do have some great events. And hopefully, by the time the summer ends, we've got our overnight tournament that we we, we we're excited that we're hoping to get yeah. off the ground. That's still on the books. Uh, and then you know, by the time the new the season comes around, we'll be qualifying youth bowlers for the 21 championships. But I think I, I love the idea too. So what, let's crack at it and build something. And hopefully it's sometime soon. Melissa, uh, so now Melissa, you had the opportunity in the beginning of all this to join us in the studio. And now I you're did. at home. You know, this might, that might be a first. Oh no, it's not. Joe Bruno actually did this. Yeah. Also. <laughs> Uh, so, one, well, Melissa, thank you. One, how are you feeling? How are you holding up? Yes, how you doing, Mel? I'm doing okay. Hanging in there, you know, I'm bored as anything, but. How's therapy going? I'm getting stronger every day. Um, I'm up to five pounds on my biceps. And right, biceps. girl. Good. I good. can't pick up a bowling ball, but we'll get there eventually. It's almost like a, so you don't, not that, you're not missing bowling because nobody's bowling. So yeah, we, I know time to rehab and not have to worry about missing it it's been 17 months yeah well i know and she's not counting than that no she's not, oh, no. She's not keeping track no <laughs> and a five pound bowling ball we, we've learned doesn't do anything <laughs> listen i've got i've ordered tools that i can do so i'm good you know i've got my my bowling buddy i got my orb so i'm i'm working yeah so the, the what i can the bowling buddies are from Eileen's bowling buddy, right? Is it Eileen's bowling buddies.com? Yep. Yes. And, yes. and they're, uh, they're silicone, right? Yes. They're silicone yes. weighted bowling pins and balls and uh, with, with, to, to hold on to and practice with. And so if anybody, we use them here, they're great tools, uh, but if you wanted to use them at home, that's great. The, where are the orbs from? Yeah, that's, uh, that's bowl you by Rick Benoit. 
Oh, vol, so it's right. Vol, right. Right. Volu.com, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, so what is what do you do with the orb? Sure. Talk about the orb. Same type of thing. Um, so the orb is, you pretty much want to stay behind it and keep the, keep it rolling like this. Cause it's literally like this big and it's, it looks like a flying saucer almost. Yeah. So some tools, if, if you, if you want to go spend some, a few bucks, yeah. uh, some great tools that you can use at home, but then also, I mean, but put them in your bag or your, your utility bag in your boat when you come bowling. Cause they're great. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. We use them here. We have a whole bag of tricks that we use here. Mm -hmm. In the one coaches group chat, they're very excited to all test out their orbs. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, I think you guys should share pictures of <laughs> practicing at home with their orbs and, and getting fit. So. Hey, Melissa, uh, go have fun. Go enjoy it. It's nice out now. Yeah, the sun it's sunny. Out. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, thank you for dropping in. Thanks, Mel. I miss you. I miss you guys. We miss I you. I have to come steal my child soon, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we actually we also saved the packaging in, in, in case you want to send it back. I mean, you're not going to send what? them back. <laughs> <laughs> Who he's still on him. We didn't, yeah. you know, he's, he's getting, he's very zen-like now. He's very, very zen. He's very. He's going to smell now. So pretty. This, this is not really smoke. It's weird. It's mist. No, he doesn't smell. Yeah. <laughs> After another, you know, 20 days, maybe. <laughs> and if he does, it'll be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. So you can come and claim your child anytime. <laughs> fourth. He, yeah, has yeah. To, he has to at least stay with us yes. through, May, so through May, May 4th. May the That's 4th. fine. Okay. And then you can come claim him. <laughs> all right. Hey, we'll catch you later. All right. Good seeing you. We miss you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Melissa was so excited to... to when you, you had told her that Dr. Dean was coming. Yeah, around. I don't listen. We have, we're we're definitely fangirls. So we didn't give them the memo though for for formal Friday, did we? No. Yeah, it's all right. No. The next time we have a guest on a Friday, we should probably give them the memo. We will. Now that we're going to embrace the formal Friday, this is this is not a hundred percent formal, but it's it's much more formal than <laughs> we have been previously. We have. My uh, my dry cleaning bag is 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 like empty. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Joe. Uh, Joe was watching before, uh, but I do have a, I have some, but it's not like you know it's not my usual. Not like usually. <laughs> dry cleaning. So this is the first time another shirt has come on that's going to go in, the, in dry cleaning. Well, thank you, Doctor Dean. Thank you, Melissa. Uh, that oh, was great. Um, I also got to just a, a, a couple shout outs. It's May 1st decision day. Yes, it is. We had some of our uh, graduating seniors posting on Facebook about uh, their decisions or, you know, what their choices were. So it's, it's very, it's an exciting day for them. And it's nice to, it's nice for them to have that. Yeah, you know, it, it's listen. It's not the same. It's not what no, we what, not. We're, we're, what we're used to, and I, and I get that. Uh, but I will. They've all been embracing to the best of their ability, and I, and I, and I uh, congratulate all the kids. Uh, Jason was with us a few a couple weeks ago, and um, uh, he had talked about it then. But he officially committed to William Patterson, which is which is awesome. And so, congratulations to him. Congratulations and the others. Uh, I know there are some that are undecided too. Yeah, uh, they made it. Maybe they made a commitment to College of Staten Island to start off and and venture we'll out moving somewhere, on, moving right? on, and uh, plenty of opportunities. And take this next step. Uh, this is if you haven't sat home and really thought about the next steps. I mean, this is the best opportunity to do yeah. so and take it all yeah. in and come back and watch this video with Dr. Dean because he has some great some great advice that anybody could, could apply. 
And not just both, really, you no, could apply that for to life. It's, it, it applies in life. So congratulations to the seniors. We know this isn't the senior year you, you signed up for. I also like seeing the, the lawn signs. Congratulations. That was a very nice that some, of the, um, some of the high schools went and uh, did that on their own. Yeah, they just dropped off. And, uh, you know, some parents have stepped forward and done it for their own kids. But, yeah, it was a nice uh, It's a nice thing. Yeah, and, and Brian mentions here uh, our very own Jessica Fedek with transferring to Wagner College. Uh, we didn't, we couldn't really talk about it before. So right. we're happy that she made that decision and she's excited to, and we know that she's excited to be a part of the yes. new women's bowling team there. So yeah. uh, congratulations to Jessica and, and all the seniors, really. I know uh, the schools have all talked about being able to celebrate them however they can. Yes. So yep. they were, all, they were uh, trying to work towards some sort of, something we like watching it watching these young um these youngsters go and become adults yeah they've already become adults i mean it's yeah, senior they, year you you're know, adulting they, they take sometimes a little bit of a different road but <laughs> they uh you know they, everybody's road is their own so uh, and if you if you caught the beginning of the show we got a, a little shout out say thank you to our friends todd and mike at gotham trinity productions uh they put yeah. together our new show opener and closer and we're excited. How, how fancy it is was, that? It was fancy. That's how we. Uh, that's how I ended up singing. Right. I was, she uh, was singing to the music. Bopping to the music. <laughs> so if you missed it, you'll, you'll get to catch it on the rebounds uh, or, or tomorrow uh, or rewind. Uh, but we appreciate them uh, and the work that they do. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're great Great guys. job. Great job. Great job. And thank you for making us feel like even more professional. Well, you know, once we got the, you know, once we got the extension, once we were renewed, <laughs> it was just bound to be, you know, it's real. It's real. It's real. And that's what we do here. We keep it real. We do. We do. I mean, we, we, we try to the best of our <laughs> uh, but we, uh, and sometimes it's kind of goofy, but we keep it real. We're keeping it real. Uh, Hey, uh, so somebody's asking and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk about that. Uh, tonight, if, uh, for those that were watching the other day, we were talking about virtual bingo. And so tonight the North shore rotary club is hosting a bingo night. Virtual bingo, uh, where I'm live today, and we're going to be live again tonight. I have You've a, got a busy day. Busy right? day, yeah. I'm not leaving this place, apparently. I think I'm going to eat lunch and dinner <laughs> here today. Um, I even brought wine for tonight. I'm not surprised. Bingo, wine, it, it all goes together. So if you go to... Um, I had my months full of wine last night. <laughs> so I have a new co-host for tonight for Bingo. Yes. Nazareth is going to be home because she can't stay here all day and night. Uh, Christine really? Dehart's going to join us in the studio. Um, will, will you be here in the studio, right here? We're going to change it up. Okay. Because we also have to change it up because we're going to move outdoors tomorrow. We are moving outdoors. So, uh, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Tonight, You're talking about Bingo. Bingo, virtual bingo. It's $10 to buy a bingo card. Go to uh, the North Shore Rotary Club Facebook page, which would then drag you over to our website. And uh, on the website, you'll be able to purchase uh, the bingo card. So it's SR, I'm going to put it on the bottom, NorthShoreRotary.org, back, backslash. Back I, I, I know I talk fast, but is that is that really what the problem is? Uh, yeah, Frank, you talk really fast. Uh, SINorthshorerotary.org backslash bingo. And uh, it's a bingo night. We're going to give away local uh, restaurant gift cards. If you're playing from out of town, uh, we have non-local 
restaurant gift cards. We want to support the local businesses that are out there. Uh, we've got a ca some cash prizes. Uh, I've never done this. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're looking forward to it. We got a lot of people that have already paid paid That's paid awesome. to play. We're going to have a, a money raffle, give away some cash. We'll play. We'll probably we'll probably play a few games. Okay. I was going to ask, what's the plan for how many games to do? I, it's going to be based on time. Okay. Um, we still have people paying and buying cards, okay. so we're really a little unsure of what that's going to look like. It's the first time we're doing it. I don't think it'll be our last. No, probably not. It's probably uh, going to be a good success. So if you tune in tonight, uh, it'll it will, it'll be on the North Shore Rotary Club uh, Facebook page. We'll go live at 8 o'clock. You buy your bingo cards. You play from home. We'll have as much fun. So go check it out and join us tonight. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be live from Rabs. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Having some fun playing bingo. Uh, I the only time I've played bingo, Naz and Liz organized bingo on Super Bowl Sunday. It's the only time I played bingo. We played we played commercial bingo commercial. in the lounge during the Super Bowl party, and that's a lot of fun. And uh, you know, it's a it's it's a it's not easy. I mean, it's a lot of keeping track. So I hope you guys are on your game tonight. Oh, we're ready. We got we got a big audience. And I, I just want to give you a warning that bingo players can be pretty serious. Oh, they are. And I'm I don't know at the if anybody saw the episode of Impractical Jokers <laughs> where uh, Sal just kept calling out bingo and the people were pretty angry. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, they could be pretty serious. So I, I will be watching and. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, we're going to have fun. Yeah, that's, it's gonna that's be what it's all about. And you know, again, I talked about this last week. I love the personal conversations with husbands and wives. Oh, that are going so back and I'm forth. calling out Dennis and Olivia, who are in the same house, both watching the feed. And Dennis is asking, Olivia, do you want to uh, play bingo play tonight? Bingo. Well, guess what, Dennis? I received a notification that Olivia already bought bingo cards. Well, there you go. I guess you're playing bingo. <laughs> At least she is. At least she is. She may not let you play with her bingo cards. Uh, so you'll print out your bingo cards. You could play online and... We're going to learn. We're learning a lot tonight, so we're going to figure it out. It's all. It really is all in fun. We'll yeah. raise a few dollars. You know, it's really not it's about great. that. It's, it's about great. a, a really, social really activity. I think it's going to be fun. Ray Virtual and I will be playing bingo. Quarantine bingo. I, I figured how to hook up. Um, well, now I'm going to do it in the living room because I had it. I had the. Uh, I had to hook up my computer to my TV for last night. Uh, we did a. Uh, a uh, virtual wine tasting, which was great. So I had to hook up my computer to my TV there. So I'm just going to have to move everything over to the living room. But I think I can do it right through Roku. Yeah, you can. Yep, it's very simple. Or your smart TV, like if um, if you want yeah, to stream to the TV. The smart TV has to have a camera in it. If you well, you don't need for this. You don't need, tonight. Tonight you don't need the camera. Tonight's not a Zoom thing. Tonight is you're just gonna watch us. We're not watching everybody. So I'm. I just need the. I, I don't need this. Okay. You're, you're basically oh, yeah. gonna, like if Even you if you, if you have an Apple so it's like TV, a it's like a but if you have an Apple TV, you can aircast it to the TV. If you have a smart TV on your device, it'll come up like air, I don't know what they call it, but I'm gonna call AirPlay, which is the Apple thing, and it goes to your TV. We do it all. The, we I have to say of late because we're home and we want to show off something uh, from my iPad or phone. You have the little thing and you screen share. Yeah, you know, but How it depends on the TV. That? You have to have Apple TV, right? No. Do you have to have the, you have to have the, you, you have to have, when you say if you have Apple TV. You could do it both do you ways. have to have a box? Okay, so Apple TV, I happen to have an older one, but it right. is a box. 
they have a smaller device now, but yes. Like the Roku. Or- but our TV, it's a, it's a smart TV, also has the capability of streaming right to the TV without the Apple TV. I'm trying to simplify. I think mine. I think mine. I think I can do that. Bingo cards are ten bucks. Find out tonight. Money raffle tickets are five dollars. Um, well, you, so wait, so quickly. So last night, did we talk about this? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I just mentioned it. Yeah, but last night. So talk about last night. You had the little setup, and I got to see a little setup, which was cute. You had your little camera. Oh, yeah, I made a little romantic dinner. dinner in our in our in I had nice candles set up. Nice. It was nice. So tonight we have virtual bingo, but last night we did the virtual wine pairing dinner uh, through Vinum, which was it was really cool. nice. They everything got delivered. The little wine bottles uh, that paired with each uh, uh, course, and uh, they had the, they had the uh, wine. Uh, it wasn't the sommelier. It was uh, whoever. It was the winemaker. It was a oh, he was the winemaker. He was the so the the winemaker oh. was from Italy. He it was one. It was last right. night. I knew he was from Italy. Right. I just wasn't sure. And if then he was in a, the restaurant with Massimo, who was, was on our show a couple weeks ago, yeah. was a sommelier, uh, Roberto. Right, he was a very nice guy. He is. I, we know him from from Bio. Other rest. Right. Uh, so if you've gone to Violet's, uh, he was the, I don't, I don't, he's just was there last night. So right. I don't know what the deal is. Right. No, I think he's But he was the guy. He was he, it, awesome. And he really is. He was, when we was last saw Roberto, he was not just, he was already a sommelier. Uh, he was going, like getting his PhD in like wow. in alcohol and wine, like to learn he, more. And he's got so much knowledge. So did you, you did you see, did you unwrap the little yeah. scroll? So he, they sent out this thing with an explanation of all the wines, and he made it into like a little story, yeah. which, which, which just was a really nice experience. The food was not was the food was amazing, but it was not your normal uh, restaurant fare. No, it was a, a eclectic, which I believe. Knowing the menu, all of those things are on his menu. Yes, they are. And Massimo talked a little bit about trying to make sure that whatever food he, he put together for everybody to enjoy was to be able to travel and reheat. And reheat without And I have problem. to say, I shared a photo on our Facebook page of what the package we got uh, on my page. And um, it was the – so you got for appetizer, it was venison, venison uh, carpaccio. carpaccio with truffle oil and Parmesan cheese. Oh, and that, that cheese. Oh. was awesome. And it's – you know – Venison could be gamey, and it was... It was perfect. No, it, it was, was awesome. And I'll be honest with you, that though was the one thing in that dinner that I was like, uh, I don't know about this. I'm not sure about this. It was kind of like a wild game dinner. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, it definitely uh, was. Four wines, three three red wines, and then a dessert wine. That yeah. dessert wine was... It was very good. I saved really one, good. because by the time we got to that, I was trashed. <laughs> Yeah. So we still have my dessert. Line. We had a group chat with those that were participating in it that we knew. And then on the Zoom call, uh, which there had to be, I, I think I counted quick, like 36 tip people within the calls. Right. Like I, in my house, we had three, you had two. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think it was like 36 people. Part- and it could have been more that maybe didn't go on the call. Right. Uh, then for dinner, it was a, uh, you know, pasta, which was the pasta with wild oh. boar, like a ragu. It was not a sauce or gravy. It was a ragu. It was delicious. <laughs> Wild. Bo- it was oh awesome. Gosh. And that I've had there. And that is one of my yeah. favorite dishes. Yeah. And then a rabbit. Um, and the rabbit was really <laughs> It was good. really good. I, it was just so funny. I just really, I didn't really want to see 
the name of what I was eating. I just really just let me just let me just eat that. And then they had the menu in there, and then the scroll with the story. So it was it was really nicely set up. And then the dessert was a Napoleon. Oh. I don't know what they call it, but it was like the phyllo dough. Yeah, with he the was explaining about how they make that, how he makes it, and uh, it was like a Napoleon. And it was what that's what he called a Napoleon, and it was oh, delicious. So I know that he talked about doing that again. It's not like, listen, you can't replace an in-restaurant experience no. doing wine tastings and pairings, which I've had the opportunity to do. The last one was right before Pasta Vino became, okay, it, right, it turned, it right. turned over. And for the, the price, last night, the dinner was $70. Right. You can't argue the amount of food. No. The portions were huge. The amount of, and the, the by wine. The time, by the time I got to the third course, I was full. Yeah. I was full. I have... Probably a, a half of e of each of ours yeah. is sitting at home. Us too. We've got some rabbit left over, so yeah, I, that's gonna be that's just something that's hard to recook. But yeah. I mean, I'll throw it in the oven. We'll, but it, right. I have to say, if you look for it's Venom NYC is their Facebook page. They keep doing different things. The Delicious. food is awesome. Massimo, salute, great job. Nice um, small business owner and uh, doing a great job. Looking, Trying to stay. Trying to stay current, trying yeah. to stay relevant. That's what he when he was on the show with us, he talked about that. Yeah. So uh, check him out. And we know there'll be, he's going to do more of those. Again, it's the funny thing on the call, everybody was piping in. You know, it's kind of like the new normal. Uh, it's sad in a way, yeah. but it was a great opportunity to have some yeah, yeah, at yeah. home versus the traditional. Yeah. So anyway, we can digress. That was last um, night. That was last night. That was a little bougie. Sorry, people. That was, that was bougie, but I will tell you, <laughs> it was worth it. it was Thank definitely. God we started early. Oh, we yeah, didn't wait guys, till seven yeah, o'clock yeah. because we got the food. We got the food a little bit earlier, so we started because there was no way all that food can be consumed in that period of time. Oh, that's why. And I was, plus, we wanted to go watch TV. Yeah, tomorrow. We'll but talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Doctor Dean. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Episode forty-one. Uh, this has been fun. We're here <laughs> until further notice. Uh, tomorrow, Nez. Tomorrow. 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 Listen, we can, we can barely get through today, and now we're talking about tomorrow. We have to. Joe Cal is back. Thank God. We love when Joe Cal is here. And uh, it is a Pro Bowler Saturday. Pro Bowler Hall of Famers. Yeah, they're both Hall of Famers. Linda and Chris Barnes will be joining us. And, um, yeah, I mean, what else do you say? Another power couple in the bowling industry. The Barnes. The Barnes. The Barnes. The, Barnes Barnes is the apostrophe after the, after the after S. After the S. Not an extra S. <laughs> So tomorrow, be sure to tune in. We're going outdoors. Uh, and if you're home, uh, you might be participating in the uh, the Oscar Mayer cookout, cookout, front lawn cookout, So, which I think is a, it's a great way for people to talk with their neighbors from a distance and enjoy the nice. And it's supposed to be a beautiful day. We don't know how this is going to work outside, but we're going <laughs> to figure it out tomorrow when we start setting up. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, thanks for watching. If you're, if you're watching... Uh, and you haven't liked our page, like our page, subscribe on the YouTube channel so you get the notifications that Naz and Frank want to talk to you or want you to listen to us and our guests, of course, right, Naz? Of course. <laughs> I mean, really, we're just window dressing for the real stuff. <laughs> because you know what, Naz? What do we do here? We keep it real, Frank. We keep it real. Oh, Naz. That was awesome. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Oh, are we live?